You are listening to Maveller's book article Progressive Web Applications or Portable Web Applications uh, Applications in the Browser Before I start, I'm wondering how much of you are graphical user interface coders Regardless if you are using web as a visualization or some hybrid or cross-platform or native toolkits well, I know your feelings, bros. The GUI frameworks, techniques, libraries has never stopped to evolve. For the web, from simple pages with every time custom design and code to jQuery-based frameworks and components, responsive frameworks like Bootstrap, material frameworks, flat designs, fixed and fluid layouts, component-based frameworks, and so on. On Android platform, the recommended user interface concepts changed at least three times uh, from the time I have been developing on it. I am wondering, are you even experimenting with voice technologies or some other non-traditional interaction between the user and the software and the hardware that given enough time to evolve, to educate the user, to improve the software and hardware could potentially make the, tra the tra traditional GUI obsolete. Well, we'll see. Until, until then, we'll still have uh, work to be able to provide for our families without a need to dramatically update our mindsets and skills. Before I get into what is progressive web application, I'll introduce a little bit of history. Internet has evolved a lot the last two decades. 20-25 years ago, the web was a looking very differently. Most of the internet sites web pages were working synchronously, needing full page reload for every small change that needed backend integration. First workaround for full page reload was using the iframe, placing different URL to the third SRC attribute. Around that time, the idea behind asynchronous uh, HTTP requests was first planted by Microsoft via the ActiveHix object. The ActiveHix object failed and is discontinued currently as technology, but the idea of the partial page reloading the IJAX was implemented by all browsers and is now an accepted standard. There were very few options for storing something on the client back then, without persisting it on the server, and one of the few options was HTTP cookie. But the persistence option had its side effects, making the requests a little bit slower, as it sends the data with each request and the internet speed was in the infancy right then.
and still evolving. It is still evolving today, but to much higher levels with 4 or 5G. Another way was to store something was uh, with uh, request parameters, but uh, this was visible to the user and not so user friendly. So around 10 years ago, HTML5 made its first release. HTML5 is a never-ending evolution of web standards, APIs and possibilities that made possible transforming a websites to a future-rich platform. A decisive point was when Apple ditched Flash for HTML5 on the iDevices, forcing the whole industry to follow up faster and more radically. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn and many more didn't need a lot of time to move to it and to get started giving back their own contributions in terms of tools, frameworks, recommendations, source code and implementations of improved APIs for the web. Google created Chromium. They gave money for WebM video format and they open sourced it. For Chrome, they used V8 JavaScript engine that uh, migrated to the server th thanks to, to being open source. And Twitter gave Bootstrap about the WebKit that was the initial work from, uh, for the Chromium project, the Google web browser. Getting back to today, the most universal platform accessible almost everywhere is the web. On some small special type of devices, it may be not with a web browser, but uh, with some custom socket or HTTP protocol, but they are mostly very specific and custom. The bigger majority of devices are having a browser, even smartwatches. Feature phones, smartphones, tablets, laptops, desktops, with uh, whatever operating system. Google is even investing in making their browser as an operating system shell, making it an internet-first laptop. The internet is accessed all over the world, even the third world countries where the power supply and the internet connection speed is not so good at this time. Partially because of this, there are some initiatives to package the popular Western services in light version that uh, use less storage and data. From developer point of view, we have HTML5 that is more than just several tags that uh, integrate audio and video or bring some more semantics to the page structure. HTML5 includes in itself the evolution of the JavaScript at many APIs accessible through special classes accepted by the web community that bring a lot of the features previously accessible only through native API and applications to the browser. Progressive Web Applications or PVA said shortly is uh, HTML5 the APIs in the normal scope of a web page plus the service worker features that are 
JavaScript APIs that uh, are running, that are executed outside of the normal web page workflow. You will probably find on the web that the service worker features are the thing that bring the progressive, but I think it will not be so feature rich without the HTML5 APIs, the APIs that bring the sense of an application in the abbreviation. PVA is about security. That is why most of the more advanced features work only over HTTPS. PVA is about speed. There are million ways to tune up the speed or even the visual sense of the speed. I will point out some of them. PVA is about application reliability. It uh, will work offline and will fail gracefully when that happens, giving more meaningful messages. PVA is about engagement. What brings back uh, the users are very often more uh, uh, psychological uh, factors. But uh, whatever uh, technical ways there are to get the users back are somehow included in the PVA. Notifications, work offline, speed, and many more. Together, they are a package of APIs, tools, and best practices that take into the account the currently accepted web standards and a little bit beyond, plus taking into account how the HTTP works to try to make the best user experience as possible in several terms, application size, speed, usability, responsiveness, software and user interface quality and so on. The idea of a progressive web app is to try to satisfy the user and bring the best user experience as a web page could. Work even offline, engage the user into using the application. And in most cases, it is above concrete proprietary technologies, above concrete software packages, libraries, frameworks, languages, and browsers. It doesn't matter if you are plain JavaScript if you use plain JavaScript or Dart or TypeScript or any other something to JavaScript technology, if you are GUI coded or by you or generated by some tool or some framework, it doesn't matter what is your backend. PHP, Java, .NET, Go is the backend and front end strictly separated. Uh, while you program as long as the whole thing, the result in the end is following the current best practices. There are trade-offs as uh, not everything is suited for the web. There are many small things to tune up to work around the limitations of the web in terms of speed, performance, user experience, native features created every year but it gives you true possibility to have one code base or at least one type of for all users and potentially all type of devices instead of code bases for the browser for android 
for iOS, for Windows, for desktop. The cost of having all these variations of native applications will surely be a lot more than just the web design designed to adapt to different screen sizes and devices. One key thing of uh, PVA is speed. It's making every single thing non-blocking as synchronous as possible, as long as it doesn't hurt the user experience. There are scripts on the internet about loading JavaScript and CSS after the page is loaded. So for good, good user experience, the sense that the page is loading, the very basic styles, images and scripts could be included uh, in line at the very beginning and everything else could be loaded after that. This drives functionality modularization besides the startup speed. Minimize images, image size, use SVG and CSS, uh, CSS features like repeat for stripes, like covers, transformations, animations, joint images that are later grabbed with CSS background image property. Use uh, thumbnail versions, images with the exact size as are they are displayed and uh, request the larger one when necessary. Use better compression, like uh, progressive JPEGs. Uh, use server HTTP feature to download multiple images in one connection, H that is HTTP pipelining. Another thing that brings speed is minimize the number of objects created by JavaScript code that uh, increase the memory overload. One approach for doing that is the Android uh, list view pattern that is uh, implemented in Angular 7 as a virtual scroll. There are probably other implementations of the pattern of this pattern in other frameworks. Another visual thing that Google learned from past experience, or maybe not, is delegating the UI creation to the layer that will do, that, do it best. It is separation of the UI code from the logic. The idea is implemented in several Google children, like Google Web Toolkit, Angular, Android, probably others, but not sure why not yet in Flutter. For the web in Angular, uh, they separated the UI code in, uh, in HTML files, and uh, it is the best place to design your DOM tree instead of uh, making the DOM tree from the JavaScript. Loading what may be appropriate according to the needs of the applications with a high priority offline from the file system or application ca cache with the web worker and uh, with this will do it with no backend hits, with no backend re requests. Another semi good way is to request it with uh, to place uh, cache control HTTP headers, 
making very minimal requests about any need for update and um, uh, only place uh, no cache on items that are very often updated like uh, could be some endpoint that uh, you check the for new versions offline functionality do you know well the target client the needs of the end users to know what approach to use there are cases like business applications where offline functionality is not necessary and even bad like business to business software but in most cases it is good the percent of mobile browsing is around 50 percent from the desktop devices there are also a lot of laptops and very realistically they are used in non on top of the desk environments with high speed connection to the internet so in practical terms there are several apis for checking internet navigator.online is the could uh, the developer could check uh, what to do if is online uh, if the user is online or not there are listeners of the internet connectivity and you as a programmer could do something when these events occur and the service worker could do something in case there is no internet this is using interceptor filter con controller pattern to separate the choice of operations when the user is offline or online in one place instead of instead of every place where a backend code is executed storage information options cookies k-value storage shared between client and the server file system it is still a draft not a recommended uh, uh, another worldwide standard local storage it's a offline k-value storage web sql it is a sql light in the browser but is a discontinued recommendation and uh, not uh, accepted by the consortium index double it is the the most uh, structured way of uh, doing something in the browser it is a transaction based indexed sql like no sql uh, accessible from the service worker even offline the values of uh, the indexes could be strings objects blobs and so on drawing apis canvas for 2d like drawing simple 2d stuff lines squares circles WebGL for 2D and 3D is for more complex shapes that use the provided by the browser implementation of OpenGL that could give potential boost to speed using hardware acceleration and so on. Pushing push notifications. Web push notifications take the experience from native mobile push notifications and bring them to the browser. The workflow is identical, get user permission to receive notifications, save the re registration when something new arises, 
and uh, server sends a print info a small message to the getaway with the registration token and the message getaway transports transports it to the device using only the browser as application receiver instead of native application background fetch or background sync these are still worldwide consortium drafts and they are implemented in chrome for example it uh, they could they, these are apis that uh, you could register some work to be executed outside of the normal page window scope it may be useful for like downloading a movie postpone sending some information when the user is online and so on it follows the same restrictions introduced in the mobile platforms like ios and android to not run forever on the background and drain battery but and will wake up only on some special events and will run so shortly media devices apis media devices apis are give you access to the camera and uh, you could use it for image photo manipulation or even barcode reading access to microphone used for example for in-browser speech recognition access to gps location a user may give access to a web ap application the values of their gps sensor useful when running from a mobile device native performance with web assembly web assembly is stripped out stripped down stack based virtual machine that translates the provided bytecode wasm to more close to the hardware machine code useful for games and heavy mathematical computations and so on application developers like me using some higher level programming languages and abstractions uh, uh, abstracting all hardware and software complexity we sometimes forget that in the end always strip down to mathematical operations web assembly is just a vm designed to be not too complex from the start so it may be more easily secured and with some basic idea to be adapted for the internet age it is not a new language but a compilation trans compilation target already targeted from higher level languages like c c sharp go java and other frameworks to get the boost from the native like performance on the browser instead of uh, the interpreted javascript currently it is more for toolkit and framework developers and for some very specific developers of some very specific applications that could get the real boost from using it directly with uh, having the, their hands dirty as uh, i heard from nerds to nerds.com podcast web assembly 
WebAssembly is also being ported to be used outside of the browser and this may boost the backend use of JavaScript or some other usages. When opened normally, the navigation bar of the browser is visible and accessible to the user at his wish. One TVA feature is to create a desktop shortcut to your site and it will launch you your site in a browser session but will remove the address bar making it feel more like an application. One thing to point out is it is a good idea to introduce PVA features to sites that are designed to have the look and feel of an app. Otherwise, they will look like a chimpanzee with a lipstick. Permissions Something available in Android uh, 6.0 and beyond and iOS natural from when Every access to some more intimate sensor on or functionality requires permission from the user. Use of more storage and memory, camera, microphone, push notifications, GPS location. And this is how it, it should be. No website should have uh, default access to this, to this stuff. On the web, requesting permissions uh, has uh, the same user experience best practices as on the native application. Ask for them when they are truly needed, not on first page loud. Today, there are a ton of stuff that is poked to the eyes of the users. Cookie privacy policies, ads, logins, pay now features and the permissions and push notifications and add to home screen are just few more things to the already overwhelmed users. There should be some romance, some dating before you propose something ser serious to the user. So if someone tells you he programs business applications in HTML, don't laugh at him because you probably have not updated your information what is available to the to developers in the browser. It is not just the simple markup. And yes, you probably not hack NASA and not everything is perfect. Not everything is supported everywhere. Sandboxing, making software secure is not uneasy and it is ever <laughs> even endless task but time is not going backwards and we'll probably not need to support internet explorer 6 for example it's uh, for example like apple lagging to implement all the pva features uh, from one part that uh, is troubling because they are not all up they have not done it because, because they are, uh, all the f new features are not uh, yet all approved by worldwide consortium. They are not all standards. But uh, 
And there one another reason is that uh, when accepted or implemented, they will hurt the income of Apple coming from the App Store, while the openness of the web pages uh, allows Google that monetizes from the content scrapping will have a little bit less technical walls to access the content in the applications and that is why they are pushing so much the web for new web improvements you could check what is available on caniuse.com in general but as defensive developer you could see if some feature is provided by your current browser with ifs like if uh, the string service worker is in the browser then do something if navigator.glocation is new then do something and you could uh, add some workaround or some message very user friendly accordingly I am not able to currently tell you that I have a PVA application in my personal projects, but uh, there are work in progress. So sometime soon I may have the possibility to show them in a ready to for the public examples. In my personal book, tomorrowvalev.com, I, ha I have implemented the asynchronous loading of CSS and JavaScript. I've experimented with 2D drawing library to visualize the relations between different stuff related to food and health. I have used Google Voice Text Recognition for ent entering ingredients of food items and this feature was even six years old and the functionality is currently not working from the official domain but will be after I finish the PVA transformation so basically that's why the browser use of memory is going to increase more and more in the future in future uh, <coughs> I hope that uh, the browser session and uh, the the information about application uh, are going to become separate in the future so it may be easier uh, for every user to clean up the data for some specific separated site instead of uh, having all the resources for all the, the websites cached in the WAPA in one location and unable to clear resources for some specific application.